This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. If you weren't in Cheyenne for Championship Sunday, then you definitely missed out. Hey guys, it's Caitlin Gustav on The Short Score, and this episode is brought to you by ADM. And speaking of ADM, world champion Clay Smith and Jade Corkill won the Cheyenne Frontier Days. Clay Smith feeds ADM feeds, so what better than to have him on this episode of the podcast? Clay and Jade won Cheyenne with a time of 10 and 2 on their final steer on Championship Sunday, and that paid $8,930 a man. This was Clay Smith's first time to ever win the Daddy. It was actually his first time to ever make the short round, which is really shocking. Uh, he's been going to this rodeo since 2012, entering this rodeo, I mean, and uh, his first time to ever pull a check until now was in 2019. So um, that's super awesome. Jade is now a three-time CFD champion healer. He won in 2009 with Chad Masters and won in 2013 with Clay Tryon, um, riding very iconic horses all three times. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, We'll have a special interview after I do some chit-chatting with you guys. Um, Following that, she was the second ever CFD champion breakaway roper, but she's the first ever WPRA PRCA earnings champion. That is Sawyer Gilbert, the 19-year-old from Buffalo, South Dakota. Oh man, that was some fun watching. She was four and four on that final calf, and that paid $12,175. She earned a total of $17,525 in CFD earnings which is a huge payout. She's unofficially moved into the top five of the WPRA Pro Rodeo World Standings. She was riding a very beautiful bay horse that actually was trained by the Cheyenne Frontier Days arena director, Frank Thompson. So I think that horse kind of knew that setup, which was maybe an advantage for Sawyer. Um, so that was super cool. Uh, she was, you know, her traveling partner is Jordan Joe Fabrizio, who was the first ever CFD champion in 2019. So that's super cool that those girls got to keep the, those titles in the same rig and uh, and bounce off each other. And so super fun. And Sawyer is also on this episode of the podcast. But so first we're going to listen to Clay and Jade talk about their very cool win. All right, you guys, I am here at the Cheyenne Frontier Days with the champions of the team roping. We have Clay Smith and Jade Corkill. You guys, Clay, this is your first time ever winning Cheyenne. How does it feel to finally get up on that stage? It feels good. Um, hadn't done very good here until 2019, I guess, was my first check to ever win here. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's nice. <laughs> Definitely. And Jade, on the backside, you now have three CFD buckles, um, and they're kind of spaced out, like you said. How cool is it to finally do good at Cheyenne and, uh, you know, take home take home the win? Oh, it's good. It's always good when you can do good at the big ones. And uh, <clears throat> like you said earlier, that when you get towards the end of the year, like the big money starts getting more scarce. So uh, anytime you can add lump sums like this that are a decent amount together, it, it helps out a lot. Definitely. And you've rode 
very iconic horses here. You've won on Iceman, you've won on Caveman, now you won on Huey. Um, what's the difference in, between those heel horses in this setup? And you know, and talk about more about Huey, how good he did in this uh, setup. Uh, they were all, all three of them were pretty similar. You know, as far as this type of setup goes, they could all score good and they all ran hard and all read the cow really good. So uh, that's pretty important here, healing, because you get to rolling pretty fast and you kind of got to let them get measured off with the steer before you heal them so you don't slip a leg or something like that. So uh, I've had him like two years, I guess, now, and he's he's been really good. He's he's probably one of the better ones I've ever had, and uh, I'm just glad, I, glad to have him. Definitely. Yeah, I know he's been a game changer for your career, I feel like. And, Clay, what's that saddle horse? I know you're not riding Marty here. Uh, what's the saddle horse you've been riding? This is kind of more my jackpot horse. I got him from Clay Dean. Uh, he's been he's been nice to have. I've had him for a little over a year now, I guess. But uh, first time to ever ride him here. Um, but he 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 can run pretty hard and and let you and he'll kind of stay move from moving forward. And so you're able to try to keep the steers up because sometimes you're going so fast that if the horse really uses his left leg and really wants to come back, you can kind of jerk him around a little bit. So he kind of stays moving forward a little bit, makes it easier to mm -hmm. try to keep the steers up. Gotcha. And you guys, I mean, I feel like that steer was a good advantage for you guys because it's so tight coming out of the boxes right there. That steer came to the right. Um, you know, talk about talk about that score and that run right there in that in that championship Sunday run. Uh, we knew that if we was going to try to win it, that we was going to have to try to nail the barrier and be pretty aggressive. And um, I was almost a little too close to the barrier. I had to pull a little bit at the end, but steer was good pattern and then he healed him fast and got tight fast so like I didn't know how fast he was going to be I thought I took him long ways down there and mm -hmm. and then uh, looked up and we was fa I was faster we was faster than what I thought we was going to be but still like we said being third out mm -hmm. didn't really know didn't know if that was a winning run or not but some guys had a heck and fortunate enough to do good definitely yeah and Jade you know talk about that letting those steers go right I feel like that's really crucial in this setup yeah healing here it's it's actually really different because a lot of times like down through there you think you need to kind of start moving and start moving but you really don't yet because if you catch up at all before the header does and they want to move in front of them they're already lined out to where they're headed and mm -hmm. it can uh, it can close the gap on them pretty fast and you see a lot of guys miss when that happens so um i just kind of try to stay back and catch up when he does and just count on count on them gonna wait on you and uh it usually works out pretty good if you do it like that definitely definitely and let's you know kind of walk me through the steps getting to sunday you know the the slack and then the semifinals, all those performances. Well, you know, it's that's a long week just to get to Sunday. Uh, it's I feel like it's a little easier to make the finals now than it probably in years before when it's been two in a short. Mm -hmm. Just because you can have a bad steer and especially slack that morning. You know, they take twelve guys back, and so like our first steer was pretty strong, but and we was first out. So I mean, our mindset was just catch clean. Thought we was going to make it back, you know, and then we made it back, and then. The hardest is the semifinals, making the top four out of 12. I mean, because, I mean, some sets it was real tough, and, I mean, some sets of legs made it back. So mm -hmm. you don't really know. And then we were we were kind of in the middle of the road. Uh, I think we were seventh or eighth out maybe in the semifinals. And so we knew kind of what to do to make it back. And so anyway, but um, we just kind of – our plan was to kind of knock them down. There's really no big advantage to try to – take a big risk until today and so yeah. we just tried to do what we could to get by to, to today and then try to do all you can but don't miss today yeah. so 
definitely. And I know there was a ton of teams that were, you know, they were going to be nine or so in the short round and unfortunately got legs. Do you guys sit back and after you rope watch the runs or, you know, were you watching that final round? Uh, yeah, we, we were just sitting at the back end watching and, uh, you know, I don't, you don't ever wish any bad luck on anybody, but uh, you can't do anything about it. You know, once you rope, it's just, it's up to them and uh, all you can do is your job and our steer we thought our steer was a little bit stronger going to be a little stronger today than than some but like i said when we were third out all you can really do is just make sure you catch them as fast as you can and they pay eight out of 12 so mm -hmm. you know if you don't win it at least you can win still win something so it just went our favor today definitely definitely and standings wise um you guys are in the top 15 uh you know what's this money going to do for you right now in the season it's over halfway through the season right now i believe uh you know How's this money going to help you guys, and what's what are the goals going into the rest of the season? I mean, uh, whenever you can win anything at all, I mean, like, it helps building a house. I mean, anything <laughs> anything helps right now. But uh, as far as standing goes, I try not to look at it too much. Mm -hmm. uh, try to win as much as we can to stay as close as we can. And then, I mean, everybody knows Las Vegas is going to come down to the 10th round anyway. So, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we're just going to try to win – as much as we can and see how it hap see what happens at the end of the year. Jade, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, just kind of the same thing. Like you said, I, that should have, you know, today getting winning that much at one time, that should have probably got us locked in to, to where we should be safe now as far as making it. And and then, like you said, after that, just do whatever we can do and try to, try to do good on the last 10 when we get there. Definitely. And you guys, I know, obviously, because of COVID, everything was canceled last year, especially Cheyenne. To have it be back and, um, you know, to be able to come back and win, what does that mean to you guys? Oh, I mean, it's it's awesome to to win. I mean, I've never even made the short round here, so it was a good turnaround. Jade? Yeah, it's, you know, to have have everything get back to somewhat seems like normal, it feels pretty good. As I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't really like it the other way, so I hope, <laughs> yeah. I hope it keeps going like this. What's the plan? Where are you guys headed next? You know, keep grinding. What's what's up soon? Yeah, we got a pretty busy week this week. We start Tuesday night at Sydney, Iowa, and then I think we're every day somewhere till the Spicer Grip open on Sunday. So we get pretty busy here for the rest of August, I guess. Definitely. I guess that's the first day, but still starting now. <laughs> starting now. <laughs> Be yeah. pretty busy. And Clay, you have your family on the road with you right now. Are they going to stay on the road with you? Or? Uh, our house is just getting finished, so when we go back home after the Spicer Grip, they'll probably jump out and they'll probably stay home for a little while. And they probably fly back to the Northwest, but they've been with me for a little while. And they're, my kids are getting a little bit road sour, a little bit, I think. But <laughs> they're probably going to be ready to stay home for a little while, um, and they'll fly back out probably Northwest. Gotcha. So what are what rodeos are you guys looking forward to for like you know? at the end of the season what's kind of your guys's favorite i guess i like ellensburg, ellensburg. That, that yeah that time of year is pretty fun up there and they have a good jackpot they got the west star roping up there and mm -hmm. even though you're still gone rodeo and it still seems like you can kind of relax and be in one spot for a little bit while you're around there and uh it's just the good weather's good and kind of good atmosphere around it so it's kind of one of, one of my favorites this time of year how about you clay yeah ellensburg is always a favorite and then uh pendleton's gonna be fun i mean i'm excited about that too uh Northwest is always it's pretty nice. Uh, get to hang out, not not so much traveling, just uh, kind of all in one spot. And uh, while everybody's hot at home, we kind of get to relax a little bit. Definitely, definitely. Well, I'm not gonna hold you guys much longer. Uh, thank you guys for sitting here and talking to me, and congratulations on this really big win. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
Thanks, Clay and Jade, for joining me on this episode of The Short Score. And now we're going to take a minute to listen to Sawyer Gilbert. But before we do that, enjoy this commercial break brought to you by ADM. ADM's Forge First Glow Feeds are ultra-premium feeds for your equine partner for every stage of life. Each bag of Glow Feed includes Grow Strong Minerals, Inside Tract, which is a unique supplement to optimize hind gut health, butric acid, omega flax, and natural source vitamin E, allowing you to feed the best to the one you love most. Learn more and find your dealer at ADMEquine.com. That's A-D-M-E-Q-U-I-N-E.com. I'm here in Sh- at the Cheyenne Frontier Days with the second ever Cheyenne Frontier Days breakaway roping champion, but the first ever WPRA approved breakaway roper, Sawyer Gilbert. How does that feel? <laughs> it's pretty cool. I mean, it, it's Cheyenne Frontier Days. Everybody wants to run one of Cheyenne, the daddy of them all, and it's it's even cooler to you know say that you ever won it. Uh-huh. And it's it's really special to me that Jordan Joe Fabrizio is my travel partner. She was the first ever to win it. We're in the same rig together. It's pretty amazing that two ever champions of Cheyenne Frontier Days are in the same rig. No, that's exactly what we were talking about on the way over here. That's awesome. That's so cool. Jordan won that first ever in 2019. Now you're here, 2021, winning it. Um, you know. Did Jordan give you any kind of pet talks for today, or how, how how's that going with the rig? Well, when we left, we were at Burwell, Nebraska. We were buddied together, and I had my own rig, and I was headed off back to Cheyenne, and they were going to another pro rodeo, and I asked Raven, I'm just like, you got any good advice? And he, he, was, he was just like, make sure you see the start. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't know, it was it was just like sitting in the trailer today. I'm just like, I can't believe that I am about to run one for all this money at Cheyenne. And I'm like, I've got to wear a red shirt because it is Jordan's favorite color. She won it in a red shirt. I'm like, it's going to be a thing. I know this is a good calf. I got a chance. As long as I don't screw it up, it's, we're going to be, it's going to be great. I've gotta, I got to wear a red shirt. Yeah, that red shirt must be lucky. So uh, tell me about, did you know that calf? going into it I did I got to watch it one other time in person and I actually got the video from the girl who had ran it mm-hmm. and I, I was just like this is he, he's good he's straight down the pen I got a real chance I just gotta make sure I see my start and go get him yeah I was gonna say that had to have been probably the best calf anyone could have drawn today mm-hmm. I I would have wanted that calf if I was up today and yeah. uh, well you know going through the motions getting ready for today you know you went through the semifinals and then or the you know the first performance and then the semifinals and then the semifinals and then now championship Sunday you know tell me about that trip to champions championship Sunday I guess it was a week ago on Wednesday we showed up here for the slack and mm-hmm. it it was it was pretty special you know like it was it was kind of like one of those deals I was tired and it was like at seven o'clock in the morning and I was like damn I gotta get like I gotta make sure but my my whole like walking into this I was like if I just get out of the barrier I don't have to be close to the barrier just get out of the barrier and go and catch them at my first shot it'll be good. I know I'm riding enough horsepower. And then I was riding my good mare that I would rode all summer and she crossed over and hit herself really hard and kind of hurt herself. And so after that, she was, she was really sore. And so I actually had a couple of days off. So I went back to Buffalo, South Dakota and my brother, Greg Gilbert was, I was thankful enough. I got to steal his horse from him. And oh, cool. so it's actually, it's my brother's horse that I rode the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. And it, Frank Thompson was the one who actually owned him. And so he spent a lot of time in this arena. Yeah. And so walking in there is just like, this is pretty cool. Like I have a, I'm not, I don't walk in here with a chip on my shoulder, but <laughs> like I just showed up with the first ever champion and I'm riding a horse that has spent, spent hours and days and weeks upon in this arena. I'm like, I've, I've got a chance. I just need, yeah. I just need to keep, keep it going for myself. That's cool. And you're not the only one in the break 
Blackwater Open that had a horse from Frank Thompson. I know Brady Good, that great horse Rango, is from Brady Thompson as well. So that's that's super cool that those both those horses get to come back to their home yeah. home arena and just dominate. Yeah. That is cool. And you know, what do you call that horse that you rode today and how old is that horse? Mm, I call him big enough and that was what Frank called him or whatever and what everybody everybody around the barn just calls him big. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's quite the, he's quite the character. I think he's like twelve mm-hmm. this year. But he's pretty cool. I've stolen Wad. He was my kind of my backup horse the year that I went to the American. And mm-hmm. I've rode him. He's been in my trailer a lot. And I just, my pesky brother keeps stealing him back from me. I can't <laughs> keep him brothers. out there. Yes, I can't <laughs> keep him out there. Yeah, and, you know, everyone knows you with that iconic paint that you always mm-hmm. ride. You know, how come that paint's not in the rig? He, he is now. He is. I actually, so I rode, um, when the college rodeos were going on, I was riding mm-hmm. him a lot. And mm-hmm. then I was trying to, like, kind of season my mare and get with her. And so I was riding, I was riding the paint horse a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of, I had, I had an injury in the practice pen that, and it was, it, I hurt my leg. Mm-hmm. And so I was, it just felt better on the paint. I just didn't have to worry about it. I just had more confidence on my paint horse. Yeah. And I think, I think some of that, it kind of got in my head and I started pulling on him pretty good. And so he just kind of started loping a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I just made, I just made the t- decision. I was like, you know what? He's had a lot of runs this summer, mm-hmm. or I mean, or this fall, winter, and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, he's gonna go home, and he's just gonna live out in a pasture for a couple <laughs> months. And I, so I sent him home with all my rest of my horses when I came out here, and I started riding that mare, and she just mm-hmm. got, she just got amazing. I was, yeah. I felt so comfortable on her, and I was, I got to see everything I wanted to see. It made my job so easy. Mm-hmm. And then I went home. Now that I've kind of after the Fourth of July, we've been a little slower. I got to go uh-huh. home and practice a bunch, and. I got on him again, and I was just like, oh, man, like, this is going to be cool. I've got three horses in the trailer. I just felt That's like cool. for the longest time I was always like, I only have the paint horse. And then, yeah. then it was kind of like, oh, now I only have the mare. And now looking back on it, it's like, I've got all three. Yeah, no, that's a good feeling to have a good, you know, first stringer, second stringer, third stringer. And, you know, being on the road this much is so new for breakaway ropers. Mm-hmm. How are you handling it? How how has the road been? This is I'm – not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie and say that it's been all – you know, flowers and daisies, mm-hmm. but this is the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. This is the funnest summer I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's probably to thank for Jordan and Raven because they, <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't be saying the same thing if they didn't, you know, pack my ass around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's had to saddle my horse a couple times. It is, but it's, you know, it's, it's a team effort and I'm really thankful for them for letting me, they've taught me so much this summer and, yeah. and like, just like the horses, like I've, I had one, I had that mare mm-hmm. most of the rest of the summer. And then the paint horse is he's coming out on the road my mare's going home she's mm-hmm. gonna get she's gonna get off until the finals now and oh, yeah. so the the paint horse is coming out and that big horse is staying out and so now i got two of them that i can kind of flip flop between and keep yeah. them so i always got a fresh one underneath me no that's perfect and speaking of the finals i think they said you were probably around 30th in standings i don't know i think this. they i think somebody said top 20 i don't look at that stuff yeah i haven't looked at it yet so not knowing where you are in the standings right now, but you just want a big chunk of change here at the mm-hmm. Daddy. Mm-hmm. How is that? What's that going to do for you right now um, for the standings and personally? You know, personally, I, I get to have more fuel money. Uh-huh. <laughs> get to go down the road. <laughs> yeah, it takes some of the heat off that way. You know, like it's been it's been a tough year. It's, it's This is tough competition. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the money is so spread out. I mean, like, you can be doing good, but just placing, you know, two or three holes out and just because you're not drawing the right calf or, or something had to take an extra swing and you just don't get any money yeah and so winning this it, I think it takes some of the pressure off but it's also like a little kick in the ass like you get on you get on the website and you enter everything mm-hmm. you can get to because you got two fresh horses and enough money to go down the road like we're yeah. going after this thing <laughs> don't count Sarah Gilbert out she's coming for that number one spot in the standings guys <laughs> and uh sorry we have to talk about it because you are so dominant in those fast quick setups being one nine 
nine, one four, one whatever you are. You're so fast and yep. coming out here. You have to score them out, run them down, and make sure you catch them. You know, how do you battle those types of setups? I always, I always thought like when I, because I want to, I always like going down to Texas because it starts mm-hmm. so much shorter. Yeah. And I was just like, it, that's like my, my kind of setup. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Prineville, Oregon, and it was kind of set up like Pendleton. Mm-hmm. And I placed or something, and and it was the first time I talked to my dad in a while, and he, and I was just like, that I wasn't really expecting like for me to do that good, like that kind of a setup. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like every kind of setup is your setup. Yeah. And I was just like, and that that kind of stuck with me. I'm like, if I just I just got to recognize what the kind of setup is and adjust my style of that. I mean, just like a couple little things. Like I can get my first swing up fast, but yeah. in Cheyenne, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And so it's make sure you see your start, get your tip down, and then fall through and go and rope the calf. Yeah, definitely. No, that's that's good. That's a good way to put it and look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that iconic belt buckle that you're getting and oh, saddle. Yeah. What are you gonna are you gonna wear the buckle? I know. I think Jordan wears hers, or she's still wearing Raymond's. I, are I you guys going to wear have matching buckles on? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't even look at the buckle. I didn't want to look at it because I was trying to stay, like, calm and collected and act like I'd been there before. <laughs> and so I didn't look at it. But I don't know. I mean, it's how – I probably will. Mm-hmm. I probably will. It's probably too cool to not. I mean – it's a cool buckle. Yeah, it's it, a pretty cool buckle. I'll probably buckle. I'll probably wear it. At least say, at least at least for the pictures or something. Yeah, you're gonna have yeah. to put it on every now and then, yes. right? Just shine yes. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well Sawyer, what can you say to little girls coming up or women that are kinda nervous about buying their card and heading out on the road? What what can you tell them? I jump in with feet first and then like if I'm all in or all out and so there was never a hesitation in my mind, but I think some of the things that just listening to some of these girls struggle with some of the things that they didn't recognize, like out here on the road, it's mm-hmm. don't let all that stuff get to you. Like it's you're here to do a job. This is your job and, and you have to do your job no matter what, you know, that's one of the things like I have it written on my trailer, like do your job no matter what, like even if you knew you broke the barrier, catch the cap because something might happen to you not. And so I think some of that is, you know, traveling partners, you know, girls have tendencies to fight with each other. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I've never heard it, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. Like, don't let it bother you. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, get get the team. Make sure you have a couple people that you can trust with all your heart and that you have somebody to fall back on. And then keep it simple, stupid. I mean, <laughs> do your job. Get see your star. Yes. Just... <laughs> Just do your job no matter what. That's like the thing that I keep telling them. It's just that you don't have to worry about the drama and everything else. It's all the same when you're back in the yeah, corner. Definitely. Well, Sawyer, congratulations on this super big win. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was so much fun. I really enjoyed talking to all those champions. And don't forget, this podcast is brought to you by ADM Feeds. Check them out at ADMEquine.com. And don't forget, leave us a rating and review. Let us know who you want to hear on these episodes, what you're liking, what you're not liking. We do read those reviews, and we do try our best to give you what you want. So don't forget to do that. Thank you, guys.